Hey, it's 106 KHQ. Hey, how's it going? Tyler Woods here. That's right. I am back on the podcast. My podcast, of course. Return of the podcast is what this episode is called. So where have I been? Why haven't I been reviewing films? Well, I mean, we all know what's been going on out there. I really do enjoy the theater experience mostly, and I can't really do the digital download movie streams. I mean, did you look at those prices? $19.99 for just a few days? No, thank you. I'm content just watching a film just once, and if I loved it, definitely going to purchase it. But if I didn't enjoy the film, then I'm out 20 bucks. And I do miss the theater popcorn. Oh. I miss the smell too. Nachos, cotton candy. Oh, I, the theater that I used to go to, by the way, before all this uh, mess happened, uh, they had Oreo flavored churros. <gasps> oh, those sounds so good right now. Oh, all right, I'm getting off topic here. Let's get back to this return of the podcast. Uh, I am actually going to be going a different approach uh, with this podcast. Normally, it was just reviewing films, sometimes with guests, but I feel as though sometimes let's make it a little bit topical. Still reviewing films, by the way, but not all in the same podcast. No, those will come for later episodes. So what's going on for today? Top picks. This is what I'm calling this segment. Normally, I try to steer away from like top pick lists, like, you know, the top 10 best movies to watch or something, because I always found them, you know, based on opinions. But observing, you know, other top 10 lists on uh, social media like YouTube, I found it a very nice and fresh take, some of them, to listen to uh, someone else's interest and then experience it for myself to see whether or not I do like it. So for today's episode, I'll be sticking to the basics, discussing my all-time favorite top picks of movie series, and I got seven of them, so here we go. Let's start at the bottom at number seven. Number seven. The Godfather films, directed by Francis Ford Coppola, based on the novels by Mario Puzo, starring an ensemble of legendary actors and actresses, starting off with, of course, Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, Robert Duvall, Talia Shire, Diane Keaton, the list goes on! But truthfully, uh, why this is one of my favorites is because of how this film was made and who it was made for, an adult audience. Hear me out. I recall back in my junior high school years, I tried to sit down and watch the first film, couldn't get through it, not the first opening minutes. I thought it was the most boring film ever made. And then, fast forward the clock uh, to about, I don't know, seven, eight years ago, I attempted to watch it again. This time, I grew interested. Followed through to the second film, and then was disappointed by the third one. You know exactly what I'm talking about. That told me back then, in my first attempt, I wasn't ready for such a fine classic. So, I'm not trying to be punny here, but like a Coppola wine, age well. Still is. Still offers plenty of entertainment. I'd definitely watch them again. Just the first two, though. Skip the third one. Look how they mask with my boy. Number, number six. Star Wars. Oh, boy. Already here we go. Before I begin, don't forget, check out my review on my uh, two-parter, The Rise of Skywalker, the review and spoiler discussion. Now available on Disney Plus in 4K resolution on uh, the films. You can relive all the trilogies, like the prequels, the original, even the sequels, and I guess if you want to, the spin-off films, you can add to that as well. But I'm more content with just the main line of uh, the films, you know, episode one through nine. Still, all-time favorite, Empire Strikes Back. That big reveal, that staple of the franchise as a forever following. I recall, as a young child of probably about six years old, when that notorious line dropped. It just warped my mind on movie bad guys. It doesn't go all the way good for the good guys, right? But don't misread me, all right? I've said it countless times. I am not a huge Star Wars fan. I just appreciate its attention. Story done right. 
understand Rise of Skywalker, but still, Star Wars is a great franchise to watch for generations still to come. From a certain point of view. Number five. Number five. All right, next up on the list, the James Bond films. Everybody loves James Bond. Come on. I've seen them all from Connery to Daniel Craig. Uh, speaking of, uh, by the way, don't forget, Daniel Craig it is his last appearance as James Bond in the upcoming delayed film, No Time to Die. I'll admit that the titles, uh, you probably have taken notes of this too, uh, since the world is not enough, have lost its creativity. Sound dull and boring, with the exception of Skyfall. That, that still sounds a little bit cool. But, I mean, remember those titles, how catchy they were? Those always brought me back to watch them over and over again. The Man with the Golden Gun, The Spy Who Loved Me, Thunderball, Dr. No, For Your Eyes Only, Living Daylights from Russia with Love, seeing the Bond character get introduced to new gadgets and cars. Really, And then we're just hit with, with Daniel Craig's line of films. Quantum of Solace, Spectre, No Time to Die. Yeah, I know, Casino Royal, but you know, that's been done three times already. I'll be honest, after Craig, we better step into a more lighthearted Bond next than these past gloomy, broody, wannabe Batman secret agent Bond films. But still, there's always the classics to fall back on. Thank you, pardon. Forgot to knock. <laughs> Number four. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is next up on the list, AKA the Infinity Saga. Since Iron Man, I mean, I have not missed an MCU release. Not to mention, this is the film series that made the impossible happen. It followed and adapted well the comics. And at the end of it all, a great payoff with Avengers Endgame and a promising follow-up with Spider-Man Far From Home. I mean, months apart. I see this as an absolute win. I have all the MCU films, but you don't have to buy them to get the actual copy. You can stream them right now if you got Disney+. Plus. The only thing I can critique, though, is that it did kind of irk me a bit when we go from Iron Man, Hulk, to all the way back to the 40s, discovering the origins of Captain America, even though they did leave it off to, like, you know, things currently going on. I just found it a little bit annoying, but there does exist a chronological order put together, so if you want to do some research on that, I would suggest Google. I just got done watching Endgame, by the way, starting uh, with the first Captain America film, and it did provide a new experience. I love you, 3000. Number, Number three. This is perfect right here. When you have a weekend to yourself and you'll want to escape, our next series is sure to do that. Lord of the Rings, monumental achievement from director Peter Jackson and amazing acting from Sir Ian McKellen, Elijah Wood, Andy Serkis, Viggo Mortensen, Sean Astin, Orlando Bloom, Cape Legend, Hugo Weaving. Everybody casted in these films brings to life the characters of Middle-earth in stunning representation. I do recommend the extended cuts of not only the Lord of the Rings, uh, but the Hobbit films as well. Uh, just watching them back to back. Both series has the pacing of an epic saga, an epic adventure. You feel the weight of the quest, never drawing your attention away. You feel every character, each delivering an impactful impression. And I love the live-action films. And yes, I did say live-action. There does exist something else a lot of people are not made aware of. An alternative cartoon version of both series predating the live-action films. I think starting off in the 70s, there's the uh, Rankin-Bass animated film, The Hobbits, and then it would continue officially, unofficially, I think, 
with Ralph Bakshi's Lord of the Rings. That, with its very interesting animated style, rotoscoping, that covers the Fellowship and I think the final battle moments of the Two Towers. But another reason what makes this film spectacular is that it stars the late actor John Hurt as Aragorn. Because if I wanted the ring for myself, I could have it. Now. And to finish off the animated saga, it's back to Rankin Bass for Return of the King. By the way, you want to hear how Samwise Gamgee was voiced in Bakshi's animated Lord of the Rings? Oh my! Oh hooray! Let's continue down the list. Number two. The Godzilla films. It's been a year since I left disappointed with last year's King of the Monsters, as you can tell via my review on an earlier podcast episode. But the main line of films that are divided into three series and a revival solo film from just a few years ago, that's enough entertainment to last you a week, maybe a month. I have just about every film of Godzilla. There's also the Netflix animated trilogy, but I do recommend you skip out on that one unless you really want to see it for yourself or fall asleep to. But what always gets me invested in a traditional-made Godzilla film, you got a guy in a rubber suit, demolishing scale models with pyrotechnics and wire, clever camera shots to immerse the size of the creatures, and kicking the crud out of other actors in rubber suits. Do I need to explain more? Nerd! My all-time favorite Godzilla film, Godzilla Giant Monsters All Out Attack. There's more to that title, but I don't want to waste your time. And do yourself a favor, do not add the 98 Godzilla film with Matthew Broderick. That really doesn't count. That's a lot of fish. Number one. one. Here we go. It is my number one all-time favorite film series I am always going back to time and time again. Back to the Future. What is it about this trilogy, I ask you? Everything was so well done. The characters. And why? The props, visual effects, the story, the music. Still to this day, nearly 35 years later, every watch to me is like a fresh new start. Who doesn't remember watching the films as a kid and hearing that theme music play in your head as you rode your bike? That was me to school and back every time. The chemistry of Christopher Lloyd's uh, Doc Brown character and Michael J. Fox's Martin McFly, uh, those names alone were so catchy enough to never, ever forget. And with everything else, gives you a reason to go back. You've got to come back with me. Where? Back to the future. And all right, that's all I got. Are some of these film series your favorites too? Or what are your favorite series of films? What other top picks involving movies or TV shows would you like me to look at? Let me know in the comments section. Also, do not forget to listen to Robbie and Rochelle's podcast. Catch up with things that you might have missed from the 106KHQ morning show. Thank you for joining me. This is Tyler Woods, and it's good to be back on the podcast. Bye-byes. <laughs>